0: Good morning, everyone. It is great to see you today as we wrap up our series on Game Changers. And I want to tell you, when we started this series, I asked everyone to wear their favorite team jersey. And today, I want to end the series by wearing mine. Because this is my favorite team right here. I love our church. I love you, and I love that I get the privilege of sharing the exciting things that God wants to do in and through our church family. In fact, we have an outline for everything we're talking about today. It's there in your program. Let me encourage you to take this out and use it to follow along. And let me start by by saying, everything we've been doing in this series has been leading us to this historic moment. So let me summarize this series. We started it out by defining that a game changer is a person whose choices and actions. And we've been talking a lot about that, right? Choices and actions, choices and action. Because we understand, listen to me, do you know that who you are today is a result of the choices and actions that you took yesterday. And who you will be tomorrow will be a result of the choices and actions that you make today. See, we know that game changers, they get real intentional about their choices and actions because they know it will change the outcome. It will change the outcome. And so this is what we've been doing. We've been using the book of Philippians in the Bible as our playbook to help us get real intentional about our choices and actions. And let me just summarize in chapter 1 of the book of Philippians. We talked about how game changers, they choose solutions over excuses. They say I'm not going to get stuck in excuses. I'm going to find God's solution to move forward. That's chapter 1. In chapter 2 of Philippians, we learned how that following Jesus is really a team sport and that game changers choose to put team first over their personal preferences. And then in chapter 3, last week Pastor Dwayne gave the message in chapter 3 that game changers they choose to let go of the past, past victories and mistakes, so they can focus on what God has for them in the future. And that leads us to today, chapter 4, would you write this down? We, I want you to understand that game changers, they choose confidence, confidence in God's plan. Do you know that all real game changers live with this sense of confidence? In fact, think about it. Think about all the great game-changing athletes that you know of. Whenever they walk on the field, how they walk, how they talk, how they carry themselves, they just exude this aura of confidence. I'm not talking arrogance. I'm just this confidence that somehow they're going to make some moves. Somehow they're going to face down their opponents, and they are going to do the things necessary to help their team win. Well, do you know that's the exact same confidence that God wants you to live your life with, to find a way with God's help to win in the game of life and help you carry out God's mission uh, for the church and in the world. And I want to do my very best this morning to help us live with this confidence in God's changing plan for our church. And I want to share it with you with one phrase. Would you write this down? Here's God's plan for us. It's simply, better together. Better together together. Did you know that when Paul started the book of Philippians, he's writing from a prison cell, and he tells this to the church in Philippi, and he's also telling it to our church today in Philippians chapter 1 verses 4 through 6. He said, in all my prayers for all of you, I always pray with joy because of your what? Partnership in the gospel partnership in the gospel see from the very beginning paul from the the beginning to the end of the book of philippians paul tells them guys we're partners we're in this together we have the same lord the same vision the same mission to bring people to christ and he said from the first day until now and then this is how he gives them the game-changing confidence he said from the first day until now being confident of this that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to To completion until the day of Christ Jesus he's saying to the church hey I want you to remember God started something really good here and he's not done yet and I want to say the same for our church 24 years ago God started something really good here and he's not done and he wants us to move forward with confidence understanding that we will be better together Now, let me explain what I mean by that, because this is our game-changing moment in our church's history. And can I tell you, the moment actually began about one year ago. Just about a year ago, I got a call from my friend Pastor Andy Wood of Echo Church, and Andy asked if he could meet with me. Now, many of you remember uh, Pastor Andy. He gave he gave the message here not too long ago. And did you know that Andy and Stacy Wood, ten years ago, Crossroads helped Andy and Stacy start South Bay Church. Now, as they've grown, they've changed their name to Echo Church. But we helped them start ten years ago with people, finances. We helped them focus on the right location, and it was a great start. In fact, you know that the story of Echo Church, it's one of the miracle stories of the Bay Area. I mean, in just 10 years, they've grown to over 2,000 people. They have already four campuses. And all along the way, yeah, it's amazing. All along the way, Andy and I have been good friends. We've done a coaching network together. And so when he called to me, I was happy to get some time with him. And then when he came to meet, he came here to Crossroads, and in the meeting he shared, hey, hey, Paul, I just want you to know that there's a church in South Fremont that asked if they could merge with Echo. And so I'm just calling to let you know, I wanted you to hear it from me, that we're going to be starting a campus in Fremont. And when I heard that news, I said, oh, Andy, that's Awesome. Man, I'm so happy for you. How can we help? Can we send some people? Can we do door hangers? How can we pray? We we want to partner and be. We want to be in this with you. And he said, I knew that that was your heart, and that's why I want to do more than just tell you about this. I have a big ask for you. In fact, it's so big I want you to write this down. Is Sarah in your outline? Would you write this down? He asked. He said, Would Crossroads Church be open to pray? about merging partnering with echo church he said i want you to understand this this location in south fremont it's a great building but it's an industrial area not many homes or families around there and and the parking lot is terrible he said i just have this sense that god has something bigger in store and i had this sense that god wanted me to ask you would you be open to pray now i don't know how that hits you but i was shocked That was the last thing I expected to hear. And I thought for a second, I said, Andy, of course I'll pray. And here's why. Crossroads is not my church. This church belongs to Jesus, right? The Bible's clear, Colossians 1, 18, that tells us that that Jesus Christ is also the what? Head of the church, which is his body. He is the beginning supreme over all who rise from the dead. So he is first in everything. See, this is not my church. it's not my decision. My job is to ask and listen and follow and obey what Jesus wants us to do. So I said, hey, sure, sure, I'm happy to pray about that. In fact, on a side note, uh, for all our married men here today, can I just tell you, if you're a married man and you come to a point where you have to make a game-changing decision in your life, you always want to ask two questions. The first one is WWJD, right? What would Jesus do? The second question is WWWS, what would wife say, right? <laughs> and that's, that's, it's funny because it's true, but that's kind of what happened next, because right as I'm talking to Andy, I get a text on my phone and it's my wife. And she says, I threw my back out, I'm stuck on the floor, please come home. And I look at that text, I said, oh Andy, I'm so sorry, I, uh, I wish I could talk more, but I gotta go. And, I, and so I ran out the door, I came from Crossroads, I drove home. When I came into my house, I found Karen lying on our bedroom floor. Oh my gosh, honey, what happened? She said, I'm okay, I'm okay, I, I hurt my back. She said, I'm not hurting now, but I'm just afraid, like if I move wrong, my back's going to go into major spasms. And I kneeled down and said, honey, what can I do? How can I help? And she said, she said, I'm just starting to panic. She said, what I really need you to do is I need you to distract me talk to me, tell me something that will take my mind off my back. And I went, hmm, yeah. well, I was in this meeting this morning, and, and I shared with her the same story that I just shared with you. And the first words out of my wife's mouth was, I told you so. I told you, wouldn't it be cool if one day we could partner with ECHO to have a greater impact on the Bay Area? And so from there, Karen did get up off the floor. And from there, we started to pray. And about three weeks later, we set up a dinner with Andy and Stacy and Karen and I. And when we arrived at the restaurant, we got there a little early, so we're talking. And Karen kept saying, I don't know what it is, but I just have this sense that God is Telling me that we would be better together. That's the phrase God keeps giving me, better together. And I saw, oh, okay, honey, yeah, that's that's good. Good for you, babies. You know, we go into the dinner, and can I tell you, halfway through the dinner, Pastor Andy says, you know, I think it'd be a great idea if you and your team would read this great book called Better Together. And it just talks about how churches can join together to have a greater impact. And when Andy said better together, my wife just looked at me like one of those, told you, told you. And she knew. She was like, she was decided in her mind, her spirit, man, this is what God wants us to do. But i got to be honest, I just wasn't there. And it's funny because how God usually works with me is usually he gives me a sense pretty quickly how he's leading. By spirit, I either get a sense like, hey, this is a good direction, this is how I'm leading, or God says, hey, there are some red flags and this is not the right direction. But I didn't have a leading either way. I was kind of like, God, what, what do you want us to do? Why aren't you like making it clear? And in my times of prayer and processing, I felt like God was saying, hey, this is so much bigger than just you and so much bigger than just crossroads. And God was telling me, this process that, that I'm going to take you through, it really matters. And so we continued the process. I knew I had to bring Pastor Dwayne into the process. Because that guy is really smart. And so Dwayne thought we were going on a planning retreat to talk about series and staffing issues. And then I told Dwayne the story I told you. And Dwayne went, hmm. He said, I, he said, I, I could see some real benefits to doing that i could see some challenges i i don't know i'm kind of 50 50 i and i said well duane guess what i i got a book for you to read and i asked him to read this book better together and as he read it he started going from 50 to 65 to 75 percent in favor of this partnership and then duane said hey i think we need to bring in other staff members into the process And so we brought some of our lead staff and we started praying and meeting and meeting with Andy and the associate pastor of Echo Felipe. And we raised concerns, asked questions. And in that process that started a year ago, I want you to hear from our staff as to where we are today. So uh, let's take a look at this. Hey, Crossroads. I'm just excited about what God is doing in this partnership with Echo Church. And I'm convinced that we're gonna be so much better together combining people and resources and expertise. We're gonna do a better job of reaching the Bay Area for Christ. And I just can't help but think that God must be smiling really big because long ago when he planned for this to happen, he knew that our helping Echo get started 10 years ago was going to come full circle as we partner with them now to become more connected, to, do, to be more effective in the Bay Area, and to just be better together. I can't overstate how excited I am about this new marriage with Echo and can't wait to see what God does. I'm excited for this merger to give us the opportunity to reach more children for Jesus. When I think of any uncertainty regarding the merge, I just think of Pastor Paul. I know that Pastor Paul loves Crossroads Church, and I know that I trust him completely So I believe that God is in this and leading us ahead. The reason I'm thrilled about this merge with ECHO is because I think that the churches have greater potential working together and that God can do immeasurably more than whatever we've thought of, hoped for, or prayed for. I have often heard it said at Crossroads that we sacrifice what we like for what we love more. Change is hard, but when I consider how partnering with another body of believers could further the gospel in powerful ways, Honestly, it brings me great joy. I think God's moving in the church and I'm excited to be part of it. In times of change or uncertainty is when God tends to move in powerful ways. God has always taken care of us and that's not about to change now. I'm really looking forward to seeing how this new chapter of our church history will unfold and to experience it with you. Sometimes change can be scary, but it can also be exciting and I believe that God has had and will continue to have an incredible vision for Crossroads, and this is just the next chapter in that vision. I'm really excited for the partnership between our churches in seeing how it can foster growth, passion, and lives changed for Christ. I'm trusting our leadership, and I really can't wait to continue this adventure alongside each and every one of you. When I first heard the news about the potential merge between Crossroads and Echo, I was a little apprehensive, but as time has gone on and I've had the chance to pray through some of this, that apprehension is being replaced with hope. Friends, I am truly excited to see what the future has in store as Crossroads and ECHO come together to form one united body that I truly believe will be better together. I'm excited about this merch because I believe that together, Crossroads and ECHO Church We can reach more people, more quickly, more effectively, and more efficiently. When you put the right people together, I believe there's strength in numbers. Man, you just got to love Pastor Dwayne, huh? So, hey guys, you know, as your pastor, I just want you to know that in 24 years, There's been so many times where we've come to these crossroad moments, these game-changing moments where we had to make big decisions for the church. And I want you to understand as your pastor how I process those, because I always ask two key questions when I'm making big decisions for us as a church family. The first question is this, is there on your outline, is I ask, is this from God? Is this from God? Not, not, I don't just ask, hey, is this a, a good idea? Is this a smart thing to do? To, does this make sense? I ask, is this from God? And here's why. Psalm 127.1 tells us this. Unless the Lord builds the house, the builders labor in vain. Unless, a guard stands, uh, unless the Lord watches over the city, the guards stand watch in vain. Now, I don't know about you, but I don't want to give my life and my days and my energy to something that ends being in vain i want to live to make a difference to have an impact i want i want it to be of the lord so i always ask is this of god's hand is this what jesus is leading us to do and as i reflected on that i began to see the hand of god in so many ways in my quiet times in my times of prayer and i just began to see how god was orchestrating this whole process on so many levels in fact i'd like to share some of those levels and have you write them down the first level is i started to see like god's orchestration through the same mentors like it blew me away that pastor andy and i we have the same mentor who trained me 27 years ago on pastoring and starting churches john wooster 15 years ago he was andy's mentor in texas and it just kind of like, wow, this, this, we have the same mentors. It kind of hit me. And then we have this shared history where you think about it. We helped them start 10 years ago. And it has this feeling like God is bringing us full circle. Now, just on a side note, their associate pastor at Echo Church is a guy named Felipe Santos. And this kind of blows me away because did you know 15 years ago, I went on a mission trip to Brazil And I was teaching young church planners about how to start new churches. And my translator was this young college student who did my translation. He actually took me hang gliding in Brazil. And his name is Felipe Santos. Now, when when they started Echo 10 years ago, Pastor Andy said, hey, I want you to meet my startup team. And Felipe walked in the room. I thought, oh, my God, Felipe, what are you doing here? He said, God brought me here to partner and plant new churches. And this kind of shared history, like it's kind of blowing me away. And not only that, would you write this down? Our visions match. Like both our churches have this passion to reach the lost and live our lives on purpose. We also have this sense that the Holy Spirit is telling us we'll be better together. And then one of the things that's big for me personally is this whole idea of Succession. Succession. Now, when I went on my sabbatical, I knew that after my sabbatical, that when I came back, my primary job for the next three years is to think about succession and who will I pass the baton to as the lead pastor. And as I thought about that, even a year ago in advance, part of my thoughts, like just between Karen and I, never said it to anyone else, but I said it to Karen, literally said, you know, honey, my dream would be to be able to pass the baton to a great young pastor someone like Andy Wood that for me that would be my dream come true and I feel like it's God's sense of humor God's saying well hey I'm gonna do even better than that I'm gonna actually give you Andy Wood to be the pastor and guys can I tell you you don't know Andy but I know him you don't trust him yet but I trust him and can I tell you, man, I, man I, would jo- I would joyfully follow him as my pastor and I'm so happy for you that you would have such a great man of God, a man of character, a man of leadership who would become your pastor as well. Now, many of you have already met Andy because he gave the message here over the summer and you know he's gonna come next weekend to kick off our escape room series, so you don't wanna miss it. So not only succession, one more thing, could you write this down? Bigger dreams, bigger dreams. Do you know that our dream for Crossroads has always been so much bigger than just Fremont? We feel like God has given us something so special here. Do you know how unique it is to be a part of a church that really wants to go after people outside the church? See, most churches really focus on taking care of believers. But our heart has always been to be a loving, accepting, inviting place for those who don't do church. And we feel like God has bigger plans for us. We dreamed of growing this place to the point where we could send up teams and start new campuses all over the Bay Area. That's always been part of our big dream. Well, guess what? Echo is not dreaming about it. They are actually doing it. In fact, you know that's why they changed their name from South Bay to Echo Church because they want to echo the message of the gospel around the entire Bay Area, so that every person in the Bay Area has an open, inviting church, a 15-minute drive for every person in the Bay Area. The reason for that is we know people outside the church they won't drive more than 15 minutes to go to church. I mean, Christians will, but unbelievers, if you work in the Silicon Valley and you say, hey, come to my church over at Crossroads, and they live in San Jose, they're not driving here to go to church, but can you imagine if we have churches like Crossroads and Echo all around the bay, God's going to, it's not just going to be a dream, but I believe God's going to make this dream come true. That was the first question, is this from God? And I see his hands all over it. The second question is this, I always ask, will it help us? Will it help us accomplish our vision? Will it help us accomplish our vision? Do You know, in the book Better Together, one of the key things that they say all throughout the book is almost all successful mergers come from shared vision. In fact, check out this quote from the book that says this, most successful mergers today are mission-driven. They occur when churches discern that their synergy can lead to greater impact for the kingdom of God. Now, this is so important to me because for the last 24 years, I've been trying to help Crossroads stay focused on our vision. Now, I've printed it there in your outline, but most of us, we know it by heart, right? We know our vision is to what? To lead seekers to what? Love Christ, love others, and live life on purpose. Well, can I tell you loud and clear, maybe it's not the exact same words, but it's the same heart, the same passion. Echo's vision is this. We exist to urgently lead people to say yes to Jesus and passionately follow him. Can I tell you, there is no doubt in my mind that we'll be more effective in reaching the lost, growing the church, and multiplying campuses all over the the bay. In fact, in this union, can I tell you what Crossroads brings to the table? We bring over two decades of experience in doing effective ministry in the Bay Area. We bring a strong staff, a committed leadership team, a great facility, and all our hearts to share the love of Jesus. Let me tell you what Echoes is bringing. They're bringing great pastors, strong leadership, the sale of their current Fremont property, and about 200 more people to come join with us in reaching this community. Friends, I, I want to tell you by combining staff and leadership and resources and people and more hearts to proclaim the gospel, we will be way more effective. Effective way more effective in accomplishing our vision. And I want you to know, it's not just me saying that. Can I tell you, in this process, first it was me and Andy, and then Karen and Dwayne, and our staff, and then we met with our entire church council. All 12 elders went through the process. We met together. We prayed together. We read the book better together. We met with Andy and asked all our questions, and they voted unanimously as a church council to pursue this partnership with Echo Church. In fact, every single member on our council, they wrote a short statement of why they support the merge. On your outline, I just want you to hear one of those from one of our elders, Kurt Alber, who says this. I have no doubt in my mind that God's hand is in this exciting new chapter for our church. Our main purpose is to lead people to Christ. And I strongly believe that this partnership with Echo Church will help us reach more hearts than we can ever do on our own under our present circumstances. Praise God for always looking out for us. Friends, I want to tell you as I stand before you this morning, I'm responding With confidence. Is God in this? With confidence. Yes, God is in this. Will it help us be more effective in accomplishing our vision? Yes, we'll be more effective in accomplishing our vision. But here's the reality. I've had over a year to process all of this. You're just hearing this for the first time, and my guess is in your mind it's raising like all these questions are going around. Well, well what about our staff? What, what's going to happen? How, you know, what will our name be? How, what will this look like? How will the church change? Can, can I tell you, you are such an important part of our church family, and we want to give you time to pray and process and have a chance to ask questions and get answers about how this is going to work. That's why, we, why we've planned three information meetings, three question and answer meetings. And the first one is this Wednesday night at our night of worship. Right here at 7 o'clock, Pastor Andy will be here and we'll share and answer questions and talk about how this partnership can move forward. If you can't make this Wednesday night's night of worship... The following Sunday on the 20th at 1 p.m., we'll have a meeting. If you can't make that one, then the following Saturday night, the 26th at 6.45 p.m. Three opportunities to ask questions and pray and talk about with this partnership, how it's going to work. Now, I want to wrap up our message by bringing us back to our playbook, right? Let's go back to the Bible. And we said we're going to wrap up by looking at Philippians chapter 4 And the first thing I want to say to you to give you confidence in going forward is I want to remind you of Philippians 4.13. What does that say? I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I can do all things through Christ who will give us the strength to do what God's calling us to do. And in that mindset, I'm going to ask you to do five things in preparation for this partnership. So here's the first one, would you write this down? I'm gonna just ask you to stay true, stay true. In Philippians chapter four, verse one, it says this, therefore my dear brothers and sisters, stay true to the Lord. I wanna tell you, we're not giving up, we're not failing, we're not being taken over, we're not changing our heart, our calling, who we are. We are gonna to continue to love Christ, love others, live life on purpose, we're just gonna do it more effectively and with a greater impact. So I'm going to ask you, just stay true. Let's stay true to who God's called us to be. The second thing I'm going to ask you to do is I'm going to ask you to rejoice. To rejoice. Paul tells us in Philippians 4, 4, he says, always be full of joy in the Lord. And I say it again, rejoice. Friends, this is not something to worry about, to to be scared about. Man, this is exciting. This is something to be joyful about. I want to tell you as your pastor, I am, I am so pumped up. I'm so excited that God is giving me the high privilege of being a part of something that I think will change the spiritual climate of the whole Bay Area. Like I'm going to get to be in my lifetime to be a part of what God is doing on this level. I feel honored. I feel excited. I feel joyful. Now, hear me doesn't mean we won't have challenges or issues to work through or adjustments to make, but I am pre-setting my heart to joy, and I am asking you to do the same thing. Third thing I'd like to ask you to do in preparation for this partnership is to pray and be at peace. Pray and be at peace. Because some of you, though just the way you're wired, whenever there's big change, like you get stressed, you get anxious and overwhelmed but this is what the bible tells us in philippians 4 verses 6 and 7 says don't worry about anything including this partnership with echo don't worry about this instead pray about it tell god what you need and thank him for all he has done then you'll experience god's peace which exceeds anything we can understand his peace will guard your hearts and your minds as you live in christ jesus And the fourth one, I I don't want to offend anyone here, but I have to tell you what the Bible tells us to do. And some of us, we need to fix our thoughts. We need to fix our thoughts. The truth of us, some of us are infected with some stinking thinking. That's the nicest way I can say it. Some of us, it's just so we, we turn things and we make things about us, our agenda, what we think, what we want, rather than staying focused on God and what He is doing and ultimately what is best for His kingdom. And friends, when I say fix your thoughts, this is what I'm asking you to do. Assume the best till you get the facts. Avoid gossiping. And I want to tell you, avoid complaining. I'm so happy that at crossroads, we don't have a culture of complaining. We do what Philippians 4:8 tells us where it says, "And now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing: fix your thoughts. fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. And friends, can I tell you, this partnership is excellent. It's worthy of praise. So fix your thoughts, and then the last thing I want to ask you to do is to just trust. Trust in God's provision. Do you know, 24 years ago, God asked Karen and I to make a game-changing choice and take some action to start this church. And man, I got to tell you, I'll be honest, we were scared, we were overwhelmed, We, we didn't have any people, we didn't have any money, we didn't have any place to meet, all we had was a great God, and we had a great vision, and we had Philippians 4.19. Do you know it? Do you know this great promise that says this, and my God will supply all your needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. And can I tell you, in 24 years of leading this church, God has faithfully provided every single step of the way. And this is what I know. God will provide for you, for your personal family, and God will provide for our church family. In fact, he's providing Echo to partner with us. And it's a beautiful, game-changing moment. And I want us to end by going into some trusting prayer right now together. Would you pray with me? Father God, thank you for this high privilege that you give us to be game changers in your kingdom. Thank you, Lord, for how in your perfect timing you are uniting Echo and Crossroads Church to be better together. You've given us this mission to reach the lost and grow the church And God, as we partner together, would you help us to stay true, to stay true to your heart, to rejoice and serve with joy, to experience your peace as we commit to fix our thoughts on your agenda and your preferences over and above what we would want and to trust that you are good and kind and faithful to care for our personal needs and our church family. God, in advance, our heart's response to what you're doing is to say, here am I, Lord, send me. Use me to be the game changer that you made me to be. Use my life to change my, my home, my family, my workplace, my community, and the whole Bay Area with the love of Jesus, for it's in his name we pray. Amen.